welcome to Talking Gems. Hey, I'm Onyx. I'm Phoenix. Alicia's oh, Alicia's not here, so I'm Lauren. Wow, <laughs> I was gonna wait that whole thing out. Um, yeah, unfortunately, just won't be joining us for this episode. We do have her ranking notes because we are doing Grammys album ranking review thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Um, <laughs> because it's Grammys this week, yes, um, yeah. so it's a countdown. This is our second episode about it. Uh, Gosh, yeah. So we have there's eight albums. We ranked them. Mm-hmm. We don't know each other's rankings at all, and we we're gonna do projections at the end. Yeah, but it's kind of there was no point to combine our list because I'm sure it's gonna be it's, a hot mess. It would be a hot mess, but then I would think it would be fun if we like tried to like do a collective group ranking. Okay. Not okay. like, you know, not how oh, we sure. added all them up. But I think we can. Well, I'm looking at me and Alicia's list, and I think we can compromise on some things. But with her, without her, without her position, <laughs> but based, based off the position of her numbers, okay. I feel like there might be a consensus, I think. But this is just me and Alicia. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Who so who knows? We'll see. Okay. So who wants to start? Should we just like, should we just list? our rankings all four and then go like album by album um okay um then oh okay let's say we're doing album of the year let's list the albums right yeah so we have woman in music part three mm-hmm. by Hayam. hollywood's bleeding post malone Chilombo? Is that how you say it Chilombo. Chilombo. by janae aiko aiko I always wondered that. I've heard people say both. Is it Aiko or Aiko? I say Aiko. And then Black Pumas uh, Deluxe Album by Black Pumas. Everyday Life by Coldplay. Jesse? The Jess? I say the Jesse or something. The Jesse? I don't know. Whatever. Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, and Folklore, Taylor Swift. Okay. Ooh, so those are our eight oh, this albums. This is the eight, these are apparently the eight albums that were the best from the selected. I think it's like what August to I forgot what month, but it's like mm. a little bit of 2019 and, and then most 2020. of 2020. Yeah, until yeah. So I mean, we all know what like albums came out that are clearly better, better. but yeah. that this, should replace some of these. But this is what we're working Jeez. with. Neither there and there, near there. I don't know. Neither here nor there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so who wants to take the plunge and say their ranking first? I vote last. Oh gosh. Okay, let's okay, do Alicia. I'll say let's do Alicia since she's not here. Okay. She, okay, okay. We okay. can fully judge her. Yeah. With no. Peep. And she gave me notes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll start at her number eight. So she put Posty as number eight, and she said, "Now this hurts." <laughs> <laughs> it did. I just, yeah. I just sighed. Yeah. I don't know. I think I compared I it to Beer Bongs and Bentleys too much, and not to what it was up against. Like overall, it was cool, and I like his little punk thing. It was just missing something for me. Not too many of them stood out. Love you, Posty. <laughs> mm, I agree. Okay. I agree on that. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Number seven, she has folklore. 
She got me with the promotion. Tay Tay really did. I don't know why I thought she was going to bring something different, but I forgot that at her core, she is real life boring. Lyrics are cute or whatever. Very classic <laughs> Taylor to write-ish. Like, we danced to the midnight stars when I was a young lady and your blue jeans, you drew my scars as stars, whatever the F. <laughs> so she <laughs> basically, it's like Taylor being Taylor. Dang. Okay. I'm about to, I'm about to, never mind. Janae, number six. Ugh, whatever. It's okay, Lasia. You can have that opinion. It makes sense for you. Um, mm -hmm. So she put Janae number six. I say this all the time. I feel like I should like her more than I do. The songs that I really like, I really like. And I already play a lot when I'm in the mood to hear her. But I got bored a little more than halfway through and took a break. It was just too many songs for what she was giving me. And then mm -hmm. number five, she put Coldplay. I just remember being like, okay, I get it. Like, it's good and it sounds great. And I actually like, I really like, I just wouldn't listen to it. It was just giving me a lot of like white man music festival. <laughs> and like, who wants to think about 30 year old white men at effing Burning Man? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I understand. Number four, she put Dua. Yeah, no, it was good. But after a while, I get like, I got it even what? Oh, she said, yeah, I know it was good. But after a while, I just get like I got it, even though I feel like I'd already I probably listened to more of the songs from the this than Pumas. I think she's saying like after a while, she got like it got less lo like less good. But but she was the, the bops. Yeah, basically, so bops. she's going to play the bops. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what she was trying to say. So number three, she has Pumas. She was like, eh, there was a couple songs I would listen to again, but. What? Oh. No, I just realized what's left. Oh, Continue. yeah. Continue. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. I just, it's, it's hitting me because she, she's missed an album so far that I'm confused about. But continue. Sorry. No, yeah, no. Exactly. That's why Thanks. I said we're going to be confused. I was like, wait, um, if you're at Black Pumas. Yeah. Where's. She put Black Pumas as number three. And she's mm -hmm. like, eh, there was a couple of songs I would listen to again, but they put too many effing songs on this album. 14 songs max. I agree because this is mm -hmm. the deluxe version that got nominated. Thanks. They're, they're, self-titled album was probably i think 11 songs and then it was like 10 songs it was like 10 yeah. yeah and i feel like that was perfect but i guess it didn't qualify yeah so they qualified the deluxe they exceeded the that limit and because of that alone they should be at the bottom but it was solid lol <laughs> she's so annoying she really hates a lot of songs on the album yeah. that's enough to just completely take it even if harry styles dropped a 26 album song she's gonna hate it yep she is and then second she has jacob Collier uh -huh. with DeJesse, part mm -hmm. three, volume three, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Would I throw this on shuffle on a regular day to just bop to? Not at all. Oh, I didn't read that correctly. Okay. But I like creativity it took, especially to not make it sound like he just pressed random on a soundboard sometimes. Hmm? He did. It does. It does sound like that. She's saying it doesn't sound like he hit random. I guess it does. Okay. She's like, but. Okay. Sometimes reminded me of Brockhampton, especially because he be sounding like Joba sometime. Mm, Kinda sounds like meme music, but good. Like I feel like a TikTok a AI would make this. Tick oh, I feel like a, a TikTok AI would make this. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um Heim is their her number one album. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like this probably is just the best overall that I want to listen to on the reg. And then 
like her comment for overall this was very hard decision because they are all so different i tried to do it off of what i thought objectively was best but that got hard so it's a weird mix of this one feels a little better but i just like this one more than i got then it got complicated mm -hmm. girl same yeah i agree with alasia yeah that mm -hmm. that sentiment is definitely you try to be objective but then some things are like but what I even listen to? Like, yes. does it work if I don't listen to it? Maybe I'm just not in the mood or maybe I'm just mm -hmm. not their target demographic. Mm -hmm. So then exactly. it's hard to really say if it's good or bad or not. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree. Okay. okay. Run, th run, through your, run through your eight. Okay, y'all gonna hate me. I already know. Same. Okay. My number eight is Coldplay Everyday Life. And I feel like when i listened to it i was bored out my mind i was trying to, there was like two songs that i was like oh this is good but i just could not and i i was so trying not to be like every other person who who hates coldplay because i actually enjoy a lot of their songs but i realized i never enjoyed a coldplay album overall but when they're single their singles hit their singles hit but i just couldn't get into it and then when i was looking up like different reviews i was feeling bad i was like dang their whole the whole thing about coldplay is they always sound alike and their like sound is so similar every song kind of blends into each other and like mm -hmm. there's no really variety and i saw them try to be different in this album it was just a miss for me there was just so many like i nothing was memorable and i was really trying to give them more but i just i couldn't so and then number seven Oh, I've also I put a note that I felt like it's crazy that, that this was only their second album of the year nom for Coldplay and that I felt like Britney should have took their spot in the like for this year's nominations, Britney Howard. And then um seven, initially this was different. I changed it like in the past, like in the middle of the night last night. Like I literally was like up to like two or three AM and I changed it. Cause I had this way higher. But then I thought about it and I was like, Onyx, no, because, okay, it's Jacob Collier, Jesse Volume 3 is number seven. It's because there's three songs on here that I love, like phenomenal. My favorite mm -hmm. song is Into Deep with Kiana Lede. I play it all the time. Yep. I love it. But when I listen to the album collectively as a whole next to the others, it's Sensory Overload um it did feel random to me some of it wasn't completely thought out like I appreciate it being different but I don't think it's my cup of tea and I was trying to look at it from the like is this just good music am I not at that level but no I didn't like it as a collective album like there's good songs like there's some phenomenal production but as an album I didn't like it so that's why it's, I moved it down to seven okay now it's five and six can flip like i don't know um if this is correct mm -hmm. just say it um just say okay it. i have what i've written down but i, I low-key want to replace it i have six as post hollywood bleeding okay there was i said few bops no wow factor love the song with uh, ozzy and travis it was phenomenal i love that song yes and um i the song that always pops in my head is the one with um, Halsey and who is it? Isn't Future? Uh, yeah, Future. It's Future and Halsey. I did not like that one. I liked Halsey's part, I think. Like, I she made it. the song. 
I don't know. There was a lot. It was cute, but like, it's just a, it was a cool album. It's just upsetting that this is what's album of the year. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be in the album of the year category. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I'm surprised out of all, like, because I looked up the genre of this album. Like, you know, it's a bit mixed, mm-hmm. but it's under hip hop technically. I'm like, this is the hip hop album that got nominated this year. Yeah, but year. that's okay. how I feel, but it makes sense. You yes, know? because, and- like, I know a lot of Post fans, they were like, oh, this isn't his best. Like, I know a lot of people were just disappointed. So but- I was surprised seeing this album being nominated for album of the year. But it makes sense for Grammys. Like, I guess. if they're going to add a hip hop album, why would they add um little baby or what would they add um roddy rich or mm-hmm. nba young boy like you know like because it feels different to the genre. i think exactly their number one thing this year was like it's different to whatever genre it's in mm-hmm. i think they're trying to do they're trying to do something little off the beaten track yeah and for a hip-hop album post malone is off the beating track because it's not it's like is it okay but like uh yeah yeah it's like mm, is it really are we gonna do that yeah okay i guess we're doing that i like i honestly the five through eight they could all switch places and i would not care because they all have the same (laughs) feeling to me like i i can see how one would be better or someone might say it's better because they're all lackluster they're all missing something so then my number five is taylor folklore the potential this album had the it could have been phenomenal the whole album sounds like um it has a vibe of like you know i want to soak up the sun by shell crow like i want to soak up the sun it has that vibe and she missed she missed it um because she doesn't know how to produce vocal produce she needs help um she needs to learn how to layer her voice harmonize with herself and ad libs it was just flat all the way through, yeah. but it was nice. such, it was curated so well that I couldn't, like, I can't hate on it because the concept, the lyrics, her being a white woman, like she was just white womaning it up. <laughs> um, I can't knock her for that. So uh, based off lyrics alone, I put her this high at this moment and I saw like the what it could have been. It could have been one of her best albums, I feel like, if she learned how to. I think she needs more help. I I, I know she likes to have a lot of control, but with, when it comes to vocal producing and like just adding an extra layer or like, because her voice alone isn't good enough, you know? That's how I mm. feel. She needs to add some extraness. The most she does... I This is what literally what I think the engineer does is take take a track copy paste it on top of each other and just layers her voice but she adds no dimension to it like she doesn't Mm -hmm. try to sing at a different like you need to layer your voice and then sing at a different key and harmonize and Mm -hmm. she doesn't or also add some um she also they do a lot of echo and delay like or on her voice and like that's all the layering that's happening i'm like no i need some you know add some i don't know what you can do some tricks to it Make it more fun. Like she need to add um, some ad libs in the background. Yeah. She need to add, um, basically be Beyonce. I'm sorry. The, Beyonce is oh, the master. That's, I was thinking that. Be Beyonce. Because, okay, this is why I'm comparing it to uh, Janae. Janae doesn't have the best voice, but she best knows voice. how to add flair to it. Mm-hmm. And it makes it more interesting. Okay. 
And then four, I have Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia. When this first came out, it was a bop. Like, it was so cute. And I thought it was going to be lower because, you know, I didn't really listen to the rest of the albums. And I was like, this is a cute little pop bop. Like, I didn't think it was going to compare musically. But then all it does because it's a great mix of, like, 70 disco and 80 synth pop. And then, like, mm-hmm. current and the production was cute. Her concept was cute. I really did feel like I was future nostalgia. Like, I felt like I was in the past, but I also felt this was futuristic. So I love the whole concept. There, There's a couple songs that I really, really love and hit, and I still play to this day. Like, Yes, Please. Nope, that's not the name. Pretty Please. Pretty Please. And um, Levitating. Levitating, great. And then Cool. Love that song. Mm-hmm. And Boys will be, boys will oh, be, boys like will be. <laughs> I don't really. Oh my god! But Please it makes me on. laugh, <laughs> and it gets Please stuck in my head. That's such an annoying. I, hate <laughs> I, that song. I don't like it as an ending song. I was like, why would you end this great album on this? It's so, uh, it's just so, it's so forced to me. Anyway, my, get your it's very forced. It's very my forced. dad said he was like, a lot of your like you guys' songs sound like they uh, play on Radio Disney, and I was like, that's exactly yeah. what that sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hundred percent. When I was playing, I was like, I can't even. It felt like she just wanted a song about it, and like she just like made like there was somebody made the production a beautiful production. Yes, with no vocals, with no vocals and no lyrics, mm-hmm. and then she said, "I want a song about just how like women, the girls become women, but boys just stay boys, and they just put those two together and just like try to make it work." And then when you compare it to like the every time I hear the song, I this is why it makes me laugh. I think of um, Lana Del Rey. Um, this is what makes us girls. Yeah, and I'm like, can you see the difference in quality? <laughs> yeah, it's even the song. Even though it's not really about it, the it was like Ingrid Michaelson or something. It's just like girls chase boys. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a cute little boppy yeah, song. I love that song. Yeah, and I was like, this song, I was like, <laughs> that song is, is so trash to me. Honestly, if she took that off the album, it would be a solid, solid album. It would just help. Oh, elevate it okay and then number three i have black pumas um i i really like the vibe the cool song what the color song that's what i mean it was cute i liked it but it wasn't i wasn't prepared for the whole album and the whole album was pretty good um it's their vibe i can't it's i feel like they're sampling like the 60s uh kind of blues artists and 70 it sounds like a Marvin Gaye album. Yeah, it was like 60s, 70s blues R&B vibe. I really it's very soulful. Very yeah. a little grunge in it sometimes cuz yeah. sometimes it feels dirty. Yeah. I really don't know like I I I don't know if I like it cuz it makes reminds me of that time or if it's just that good, but I also can't differentiate what makes it different. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. they didn't bring a modern twist to it. And, I feel you. And I w- like I want them to continue doing that, but I want them to um, not replicate. I feel like they replicated a little bit. Hmm. That's the only critique I have. I don't know, but I really do enjoy. They can ugh, the production, singing. It was really beautiful. It's really nice. I just feel like someone's going to sue them in a couple years down. Like this is my song, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I was really trying to look. I was like, who did they sample? And I could not find it. And I'm like, it sounds like I've heard this before. But I haven't. It just, it's that vibe that I've probably heard before. Number two, I put Janae Chalumbo. Um, 
we all know I'm a Janae fan. That's no secret. But I also do think it was the she had the best concept. Like she's the only one other than Coldplay. I felt an actual concept of the album. And there was a storyline and I followed it. It literally goes from, oh, dude is messing up. Y'all breaking up. You're doing me to like finding yourself. You know, I'm, you know, healing love, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. I felt a progression of the album. You know, I love her. I love her lyrics. I love her wordplay. Um, I love she always adds like very subtle i promise you she like whatever yoga tools like those little symbols and the little harps and um she always adds those but this album she used a lot of ancient instrumentals like she used the healing bowl okay that's used throughout the whole album yeah i definitely felt it and then i feel like i don't know if she really did use this instrument but there's this one song where it sounds like a little piano keys but they're not piano keys it's like that african instrument that the piano is based off of mm. i don't know what it's called yeah it's not like she's using that oh well, i love janae yeah okay. i i like janae because she mixes like you know the studio beats and like computer beats with actual mm-hmm. instruments like seamlessly whereas you can tell some people are just using instruments or just using um you know what is it fruit loops or uh, Ableton to make their beats like you can tell yeah it's like I don't know she mixes it quite well but I'm also a Janae fan I like her music I like her vibe and I like how she uh, or I like how she writes her songs and sets them up and everything so that's why she's number two number one is Haim Women in Music part three love them I don't care what anyone says um, they're great they're they're wonderful 3 a.m. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Honestly, there's not a song. Gasoline, not the Taylor. Taylor Swift, I didn't even know she was in the other version. Like, I wasn't paying attention. But Gasoline without Taylor Swift, fire. It's good, yeah. Fire. With, with her in it, I, yeah, I don't notice Taylor at all. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> all of a sudden, I looked and I was like, wait, hold up. Like, I had listened to the album without, like, looking at the track list. And I listened again. I was like, wait, Taylor's in this album? Had no idea. I know a lot. I know alone is great. All that ever mattered is great. I really just like the album. I like their production. I love these sisters. I've loved them for a while now. And it's something I like how they kind of um try to elevate their sound and, and instrument different genres. Like it was very genre bending. And I was like, not them trying to have a little R&B flair. Okay. <laughs> and I, then I felt it was being more traditional, like soft rock. I don't know. I love Haim. They can never do no wrong for me. But yeah, that's my number one. Okay. For my list, uh, I don't know. My list is a lot of things could change. A lot of them can be rearranged in my opinions. But it's just based off how I felt listening to it for a while. So number eight, okay, I didn't even listen to this album. I was It's folklore. I didn't get to it. And I just, you know, it's it's whatever it's there number seven's hollywood's bleeding um i'm yeah i'm just surprised this got nominated i'm not gonna lie yeah there's like song it was just too many highs and like very low lows for me like if a song hit the song hit i was like oh i really like this song but like most of the album it was like i didn't care um 
I didn't care for a lot of some of the song, a lot of the songs on the album. And I don't know. It's just like they were not that good, or they were just boring to me, or they sounded very like bubblegum hip hop. Mm, and I feel like agree. for me, for post, mm. it does not work. Some of like the songs, like the beats, it's like that very like cutesy, but like a mix of 808s and hard. He's not that type of artist for me. Like when he does those type of beats, those are the lows for me. <laughs> but okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. There was one song, uh, what was the name of it? That was horrid. I was like, Posty, you did not yeah. OA okay this. Let me look it up. Because I, ups- I was upset for him. Yeah, there was just, yeah, the lows were just. Oh, allergic. I said, yes. sir. That song's bad. Okay, number six is Everyday Life. Um, I didn't realize I got through halfway through the album because it sounded like one long song, like the first part of the album. And I was like, oh, this is the fifth song. Okay. But I thought it was cool. Um, it gave me, it gave me like a folksy vibe, like Lumineers kind of, but not executed properly. Mm-hmm. Number five is Did Jesse Volume 3. Like Onyx said, um, the songs I liked, I really, really liked. But the songs that, that like, mm, it's okay. Like, I don't think I'll, like, listen to it every day. Like, it's very experimental. I appreciate it. And, I, like, I understand why it was nominated. But I was like, oh, I'm not going to listen to it every day. Or, like, it's going to be in shuffle constantly. But the songs that I do love, like, All in the Family is, no, not All in the Family. Well, I don't know. The one that starts with um, Mahalia and Ty Dolla Sign. I really like oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like the one with Kiana Lede a lot. And there's another one that I really, really like. I can't think of it. Okay, and then number uh, four is Future Nostalgia. It's just very cute pop album. Very cute. Um, I thought it was going to be lower on my list. I was expecting it to pit much lower. But after listening to the other ones, it rose to number four. I like it. I, I thought it was a really good pop album for the past um, 2019, 2020 years. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is Colors by Black Pumas. Honestly, number two or number three could be switched, but I just put it number three because I, it's a good album. Like Onyx said, it reminds me of like those old like school 70s, 60s soul albums. It just, yeah, it just transported you back in time. I really do appreciate that. And I think for the deluxe album, parts of their songs, like the second half, like a lot of the songs are covers. Yeah. So I think that's why you're thinking, oh, hopefully they don't get sued because they were just covers of songs. Yeah, I saw one was like a Macy Gray cover. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Yeah, Fast Car. Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. no, it was... Because I was listening to the original album before I started listening to the Deluxe. So I thought that on the first album. Mm. I see. I see. Yeah, I I can see that. I think they're just like really influenced by a lot of those um, artists back then. Yeah. It's like it's just basic, the basic instrumentals to make soul music, I guess. I heard a little like funk and blues you know, thrown in there a little bit, mm-hmm. just like a little inklings, which I appreciate it. Um, 
the top two albums, I they're number one and number two for a reason. And I think it's because these are the only two albums where I, I hear like a story. Mm-hmm. Like they're telling a story throughout the album. There's like a constant theme. Um, and I, for albums, I like when album, like albums tell stories. It's not just random songs. It's like, yeah, it's telling you like, giving you like a providing a journey into their lives basically so number two is Chumumbo um I avoided this album for such a long time I don't know I was just not in the mood to listen to Janae but once I listened to it I was like oh this is like really good I was kind of surprised how much I liked it I do appreciate those um simplistic um instrumentals that she provide in the album I love those um, like one, two beats. It's not like a three beat, but it's like a one, two kind of simple ancient type of um, tones and tribal tones that she's throughout the album. And like, you can hear that um, this album, she is like healing. Like I, I listened to Janae for such a long time that you like know the story of her basically. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so like she takes you in her life journey and story. And basically, like for a long time, she admitted that she was depressed. And like in her last album, Trip, it was like her going through it and then finally seeking peace. And this one, she's basically talking about her heartbreak, but she's in a much better place now. So she's able to handle certain pains mm-hmm. in a healthier way yeah that's what i got from this album like also her and like uh big sean's journey is very much shown through their music it's wild yes and i'm just like holy crap like the fact that they were both going through so much mentally yeah and then they had you know take time apart and they was probably toxic for each other and now they're back together so Mm mm-hmm no, yeah, that's why I do appreciate Janae. And, like, her writing is so good. I think it was the Morning Doves. That's why I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, one of her best, um, li- like, word plays and, like, lyrics that I ever heard from her. Just, like, I don't know. It was just really good. Mm-hmm. And then number one is Woman in Music, part three. Like, <laughs> I just really love Hine. And, like, they really pushed themselves creatively in this project. And I remember I was listening to it in the car with dad and he was like, who is this entire album? I was like, yeah. He's like, this is really, really good. I was like, right. <laughs> like, it's really, really good. It was like the strings that they use, the chords. It was just like, like, wow. He was like, even like that, you know, he likes rock and stuff. Like, it's just very, wow. He was like, this is different. I like it. And I just appreciate the fact that they went on like a journey of them being women in the music industry they talked about um you know going to LA and how it's different from where they're from they talk about the struggles they talk about the ups and downs it's just a great album yeah okay so my number eight is folkloric is Taylor Swift sucks (laughs) um it's just gonna it's just she just makes noise and then listen Oh yeah, I would never listen to a Taylor Swift album. <laughs> I've never have in my whole life listened to a Taylor Swift album. I'm gonna keep that energy because when she, it's one of those things. Um, I despise her so much 
to where when she makes music, it just seems all very fake. Like if she's talking about heartbreak, I don't think your heart's broken. Mm -hmm. When you talk about happiness, I don't want it for you. And I think it's fake. Like everything is whether sad and boring Taylor Swift or annoying and poppy Taylor Swift. It's just (laughs) she has two modes. That's all she has. Um, Well, when she attacked that girl on Jenny and Georgia. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She was dumb. I was like, so you didn't watch the show, sis. Because first off, out of context, you got to like that line itself also has been used like 20 million times Mm -hmm. in the past in this year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why you're attacking Jenny and Georgia. But okay. Yeah. Just there, once again, it's just like she's such a white woman and she only does things when it benefits her and yeah. her life at the right time. My favorite um, response to that was like, you were quiet during the month of February. Now it's March 1st and all of a sudden you care about women. Mm-hmm. Oh, because this is one of the critiques I've had since the beginning. I was like, it's not a problem that you have a lot of boyfriends, but you know what it like somehow she was able to escape it for so long and people were finally was like oh she does have a lot of boyfriends and it became like a running joke Mm -hmm. but i'm like now obviously you think it's okay but then you didn't try to like defend women back when you were before you were doing it your mom's is quiet but now it benefits your image to like speak up on this, mm-hmm. you know, with Grammys coming up and your performance coming up and y- all this stuff. It's just so, everything's just very and calculated. It's like she builds her career on the boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like she, like, she, I don't know. You made it a point to let us know who each song was about. Yeah. Like you didn't have to give a name to a song. And yeah, like sometimes fans are like stalkers and like put things together. But sometimes, no, it wasn't that hard to put two and two together. Or you would outright like, you know, she would like subtweet or make sad comments. So it's like, okay, it's about this person. And she would have little like every time she accepted an award, she'd be like, oh, you know, you know who this is about. Mm-hmm. Did it? I'm like, girl, if you don't just accept your award and go sit down, yeah. like, what are you doing? And the joke itself was not shaming, like or slut shaming or any of that. So that was so annoying. I was like, girl, this is not one of those moments. First off, in the show, it's just showing like the daughter, like because it's a daughter talking to her mom when that joke is said, and it's satire. Come on now, and she's basically just telling her mom, like, like judging her mom for always like relying on a man, right? But then it's like if you know the dynamic of the show, the mom isn't just relying on the man; she's actually taking control of. It's you know it's a whole thing, so it's really just it pissed me off that she even singled out that show because it's a cute little show. It has its you know it has its parts, it has its critiques. It's, but just, it's a cute little show. <laughs> I could I couldn't even name you all of the shows who have made that Taylor Swift joke. Exactly, like it happens literally every two seconds, and she wants to go for this. Okay, it's just so bizarre to me. Um, number seven is the Jesse Volume Three. <clears throat> It's noise. Um, sometimes it's okay noise, and sometimes, and most of the time, it's just it's just noise. And I appreciate the experimentation, but it kind of sounded like this is take one, mm. and you need a couple more takes before you release that album. <laughs> it sounds like you took something to help you create a process. Everyone in the room did, and you guys came up with an album and it's great but then let's actually have an editing process 
and um, fix it up a bit. Because it's just, if there's a line between, wow, this is like tintillating my brain. It's it's doing a lot versus like no, this is just this is just noise. So I appreciate the experimentation, but um, it it's noise. And um, there's other people who experiment with music who still make cohesive albums, and um, this isn't it. And then number six is Shilombo because it was boring, great but boring. It it flowed kind of. T- too well in the sense that I was like, oh, okay, like I'm halfway through the album and I I didn't like I don't know what song was what song. And I appreciate there was like sometimes her lyrics are good. Sometimes I when I was re- I wrote through all the lyrics for all the albums that I feel like I wasn't paying attention to. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see what the lyrics are about. Sometimes they're great. And then sometimes they don't feel like anything special. Like I can feel like anybody could write the, those lyrics. And then if the song is not like tintillating, then it just feels like a flat song. But I do appreciate the layering, um, and and like all the instruments, all the different instruments she used. I appreciate that, which put it above, um, did Jesse and stuff because it had more of a story. But I don't think it's better than anything else above it because I wouldn't listen to it. And it ha- it's more like once I read the lyrics, it had a story, but then it just felt bland. It didn't really scream. Like, you have to pay- you have to really pay attention. Ooh, sorry, pay attention. But it wasn't really an enjoyable experience. I'm just listening. It's more like I have to do work to find the greatness in it. Um, And then number five is Hollywood Bleeding. When I was, okay, first time I listened to it, it was kind of like passive. I was like, okay, this is definitely not Beer Bonds and Bentley. Um, but the more I listened to it, better it got because I was able to kind of like let it like sit in me a little bit better. And I felt like when I looked at the lyrics to his song, to his album, I was like, oh my God, like you went through, like what heart, like what girl broke your heart? It just felt, I ended up finding the story in it as well and kind of like the message behind it. So I really enjoyed that aspect. And then the songs I like, I really like. And then there are songs that I'm like, eh. So my my five, four, three could all kind of be the, like it could all change. Cause it's just like, it depends. Like there's so, there's peaks and there's valleys. Um, but it's just, it's so hard. If, if Beer Bonds and Bentley didn't exist, I think I would like it more. But it would be like a cool vibe, not like something like amazing or anything, but just it would have been like a better vibe. But I can't help but think about Beer Bonds and Bentley. And that's just like, it's one of my favorite albums of recent years. It was so good. And then four is Everyday Life. And at first, I was cooking while listening to it. And the first song, I was like, okay, so this is where we're doing Coldplay. And I appreciate the message of what they're trying to do, the story it was creating, because it was trying to display everyday life, but from different perspectives and cultures and identities. And I felt that they felt the difference and it flowed to me while also having those differences. And I kind of like they didn't really know what the next song was going to be like whenever they were like whenever the song would end like i don't know because sometimes it'd be a little bit more of a churchy song or a little bit gets bluesy and gets a little bit it was kind of different in a way that i'm like oh okay i don't really know what i'm gonna get next and i liked the experimentation of that 
And it felt very Coldplay. It felt very like salt of the earth, very white man, very Chris Martin loves being in the forest vibe. And it, it was a, it felt, I guess, the most fun in a way. Cause I'm like, I was laughing at it a bit. Cause I'm like, oh my God, like, what is this? Like Coldplay, <laughs> this is just, you're, you are like in a, a festival in the forest. That's what it is. And that's how I feel. And then three uh, is future nostalgia, but it's more like it ended up here because more I listen to this album, less I like it, but it's produced wonderfully. It's very full. I love the layers. I love the time it calls back to, but sometimes I kind of want to know what it sounds like with a different singer. And I love Dua's voice, but sometimes her voice, she doesn't have range. And I wonder what some of these songs would sound like if there was range. Because sometimes Ariana Grande songs, if you really think about them, they're not that complicated sometimes, but her voice can make it top tier because of the range. So I'm wondering, just like out of curiosity, the songs that I think are just okay, would they be better if Dua wasn't singing it? But then the songs that like Pretty Please and Levitating, I love those songs and I love her voice on those songs. Yeah. But this is an issue with pop songs. Like sometimes a voice can like, it's like Selena Gomez. Like she makes bops, but you know Selena Gomez songs are probably 10 times better if someone else was singing it. Yeah. So that's how I kind of felt a little bit. Because some songs, I was like, I hate the first song too. <gasps> Future Nostalgia, when she's trying to like, it's song she's kind of rapping or talking on it. I hate talk. If you, I don't, if you rap to me or sing. Because I don't like her talking on that song. It's just, I don't, it's just, oh my gosh. And I said, yeah, I don't like that song either. I said, shut up. <laughs> shut up, do it. I don't need this. It's weird. Okay. So I was like, when a song starts, I'm like, I don't like it. But then part of me is like, maybe I just don't like her on it. Like, I think I do like the song. Mm-hmm. There's something off about it. But I do see what you're saying. It's, it's so, like, I, I do like the production. And I think, once again, if somebody else was doing it, it might work better. Mm-hmm. But her voice trying to, to, it's like LMI when she, like, talks on her albums. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, LMI, please just sing. And it's like, do I was like, what are you, honey, what are we doing here? Let's just, whoa, 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 let's just sing. Let's, I don't know. Can you not do that? Yeah. And I don't like the the last song, Boys Will Be Boys. Is that the name boys of it? Boys will be, boys will be, boys will be, boys will be boys. And girls will be women. Yeah, it's whatever. It's just like it's when you say Radio Disney, I said, "Oh, that's it's just something about it." I was like, it's "What's very, happening?" Especially in comparison is. to the other song, because the other songs is very much about like her sexual journey, yeah, and about like relationships and just her relation, her relation to relationships and sex. So I really like the story of that. And then it just got. It's like I understand the concept. <sighs> But it it's bubblegum pop, and the rest of your album was risky, risque. Yeah. It was kind of like grunge, mm-hmm. synth pop, disco fun. Yeah, and this gave. Um, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah, it just didn't. It to me, it just it connected the least to the album. That was it was really jarring to me because mm-hmm. the other ones I felt like flowed and worked. Sometimes it was lowly though. It was boring. Like I didn't really care for the song and I haven't listened to it. And then there's highlights. So 
it's not a true three, but it's three. It's, yeah. Um, and then two is Black Pumas. I love this style of music. It just flows with like the other artists that like Michael, I don't know how to say his last name. Michael Kuwanka? Kuaka? He's British and he does the theme song for Big Little Lies. Okay. And he his voice reminds me of him and like the music is kind of similar. It's like definitely the same genre. And I love this genre. So that's like I knew it was going to be ranked high just because it's just it sounds really good. But then because I love his voice, I don't know what he's saying. So I had to like look up the lyrics because I it, it got a little like pop smoke in the way. I'm like, I'm just enjoying the song. But I you once again could be high like hail hydra i love trump women suck i literally wouldn't know so when i looked up the lyrics of all the songs it became my very it became my favorite storyline of all the albums because the sound was cohesive but then it felt like he was exploring all of his worries and fears and doubts of being a man in this society and the struggles he went with his relationships the relationships to the world in his plays and so it ended up being my favorite story and then it had the, the right level of cohesion and then it had just good production song so it ended up being two and then number one is woman in music yeah woman in music part three um great album i loved i've loved Hayam since day one and i loved them before i knew they had any attachment to taylor swift so my love was, i got to really enjoy their first album here they were attached to taylor because i because i can't because i became obsessed with them so oh. i like deep dive i watched all of their interviews and then i found out they opened for taylor and then i like, love taylor and i said we're ignoring this and then I they opened for her i just didn't know they were friends and i saw her on the album I was like, oh they must be besties. yeah Goodness. yeah how they talked about her and like they've worked with her and like throughout the years and i was just said i ignored that but i love this album I love the music, I love the production, I think it's great. I love the story, I love the work, everything about it. Pero, there was moments I felt it was a little overproduced. It was a little, one too many layers. And not for like, and not even for like a whole song. Like there would be like, literally like parts of a song that I'm like, there's just one too many layers. I think it's losing the essence of the song by adding this, 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 and this. So I feel like there was a little overproduction at parts to like, and it kind of for like music's sake, but not because I feel like it was losing the integrity of the song or like what it's about. Cause the, the whole part like the verses and the chorus was good. And then it would kind of go to a place that I don't think it needed to go to. And it kind of lessened it, but only like, I only felt that like maybe like two or three times mm. and not even for the full song, but I just feel like it's so saturated. Like every moment of the album is just so saturated with voice or music. So there wasn't that much breathing room, but it was really good. And I think it just a few times, it just got like a little oversaturated, mm. but not enough to like tear down, like bring down the album anyway. Like it's still number one. Yeah. And it's definitely like, something that I would have left in the nominations Yes. compared to, I would have taken out Folklore. I would have taken out Tiambo. I would have taken out DeJesse. I would have taken out Future Nostalgia. But what do we Bleeding. So I would have added um, Ungodly Hour for Tiambo. 
I would have them both there. I'll put them both there. Both there. They're just two different types. Two different types. Also, yeah, those are two different. I was gonna say, um, my um, I'm manifesting this. I usually don't use that word. I think they're gonna donate next. Yeah, but I'm talking about Heim and Chloe and Hallie are collaborating somehow, some way. They're going to collaborate together, (laughs) and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what that is. I don't know. Okay. I feel it. They, um, I saw an interaction online too. Like I've been having this thought, and I saw them interact <laughs> online. I was like, "Great, we're in conversation." Like as long as they've Bye. had a connection, like think a, a sister trio and a sister duo. Woof, and they all be producing and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm, magic. I can't wait. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I feel like it's gonna happen. Okay. That could happen. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it would be great. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I would take. Okay, so only, the only albums I would keep into album of the year is Woman in Music, Black Pumbas. Yeah, actually, I think that's gonna be it. Um, everything else, I don't think it's. I just don't think that's strong for it to be claimed album of the year. That's the thing. Like the whole idea, of, like these are album of the. Year, I don't think. These other songs are, these other albums are that strong, mm. even in their I, respective genres. I disagree. <laughs> okay, well, well, I'm just at Chalumbo, but yeah, the rest of them, they can Yeah, I would keep Chalumbo, and Dua could be replaced. Like, I would keep her, but she could be replaced by Harry Styles. Yeah. No. You said no? For, yeah. Who would you? Oh, so you would just keep Dua? I'll just keep Dua oh. for pop. Oh. Or if I could, I would replace her with Rena, but you know. I, honestly, I would replace it with Rena. Rena's taking the pop. But I was just thinking of who was nominated this year. Uh-huh. I would just, I would just replace. I think Rena's deluxe album might get nominated next year. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it will. It might not. But she released Sawayama Deluxe. Yeah. Did you guys, oh, Chloe and Hallie, did you listen to the two tracks they added? No. Yeah. Good. I have. Good. Made the album even more better than it already was. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I I was like not trying to listen. I was like, eh, they're they're kind of being oversaturated right now. Like all of a sudden everybody loves them. But I'm like, Okay, I just like threw it on. I was like, "Oh, okay, they're in their bag." So it's they, good. yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, that's basically. Oh, who do we think is gonna win? I don't know. I'm gonna I be sad. Gonna they better. I don't know. I was the main one that deserves it, or Pumas. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If Janae sneaks in there, I don't think she will. But if she snuck in there, I'll be happy. I'd be so upset. I'd be happy. I just I don't think it's that great it. of an album. It is. To, I don't think it beats out Cause, um, other albums. And the when they were like doing like the like predictions like before the list got on, I kept on seeing it, but I didn't want to get my hopes up. Like it's, it no, was most our, people see it as a great album. Yeah. And <laughs> like they think this is their best album. And like the ones that weren't even mentioned were like Coldplay wasn't mentioned. Um Hollywood Bleeding wasn't really mentioned. 
and I think that one took the weekend spot. I think so too. Um, and who else was? I don't think do like Dua was mentioned, but they thought it was a long shot because of they thought that Lady Gaga, Harry Styles, and Rena would get and before Dua did. But I just remember seeing the conversations and. I was just like, no, I'm not going to get excited for Janae. They never do. They would never do her. Of all the R&B people, they would like choose like 50 people before her. But I was like, finally, she's getting recognized. But I think it's because of her songwriting um, abilities that mm-hmm. they probably recognized her. Because she writes for like a lot of people. I don't know. I watched them watch them have Coldplay win. That would be sick to my stomach. I don't think Coldplay's going to win. I don't I don't think they're gonna win, but I can. I kind of. I see the argument of why Taylor. why it got nominated, but it's like I don't see the argument for it winning. But I wouldn't like. I wouldn't put it in the. I would have nominated it, but I see why it's there. But I don't. Why well, would draw the line at winning? Taylor could win too. Yeah, I Taylor. I could see it. I, I see think it the happening. marketing has. Um, I think she's constructed her life to get another win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's just so weird because I see why they would, like, after you listen to it. But then at the same time, I'm like, no, let's not. Let's not give it to her because she can be better. Like, I don't want to reward her for that. So... What's his face? Trevor Noah is hosting. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Okay. Let's. Okay. I love my black people. But literally everything. I'm like, can can the Asians get some love? The Latin <laughs> people get some love. Like they just. And it's the people that they choose. Like Trevor Noah. First off, if y'all want to be a, like true to it, he is South African. Okay, if you want to like highlight some African Americans, you know, like I don't know, they're just so everything is so agenda. Like we're not going to treat you guys right or any of our artists right, but let's give you a black host. Come on now, I don't know, it's just too. And but yet we're gonna um, block out the weekend out of all the nominations, even though he deserved to be nominated, just because he didn't play by our rules. I don't know, it's do, weird. If you're the weekend, do you still perform? He's supposed to be performing still, but I do you I still will perform? perform? And I'm about to make a statement on stage, whether you like it or not. We're in dress rehearsals. I'll I'll play your game, mm-hmm. and then bam, something something some, say up. something, do something. Yo, him blackballed for the rest of his career. He's already blackballed. Yeah, yeah. And they don't obviously. They're showing that the Grammys isn't needed for a successful career, and yeah. I don't think they really care about the Grammys. Especially Drake don't care. Um. Kanye peed on his Grammys. I don't think <laughs> the Grammys hold the same weight. Beyonce hasn't showed up to the Grammys in how long? Like she was, yeah. yeah, since Lemonade. She really just be showing up, performing, and then dipping. She she don't collect her little awards on the low. Yeah, I think once you reach a certain level, you just realize it's not important to what does you versus earlier in your career mm-hmm. it's a lot more and also when you see people like like for instance if taylor wins i feel like that as a black artist 
you're just going to be like, I mean, how can I put stock in this? Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? And like, I've, how can I put stock like in this? And every so. award show is, even BET Awards, people feel like it's corrupt. So I just feel like award shows losing credibility. Yeah. And I mean, less people are watching, less people are interested. I mean, I definitely feel like with the Grammys, I remember the Grammys being above me. Like, I remember thinking, yeah. I am a loser. I don't, I barely know music. And then the Grammys will come out with the nominations and it's like, oh my God, like all these amazing artists that I never heard of who has really great stuff. Now it's just, it's billboards. And then they try to do some like, ooh, who's really different? white person doing black music like something like that and i feel like that's not (laughs) like what like what's the best though um yeah so that wraps up our ranking for the albums this year 2021 grammys um let us know what you think was absolutely amazing what got nominated what didn't get nominated well be back with our recap of all the winners whether it comes to the songs we talked about last week the albums any performances that were amazing any performances that were like why are you here what's happening how well trevor noah will do okay so that's it make sure to like rate subscribe review do all the lovely things um five stars to the bottom of your page if you're on apple i don't know where it's at on spotify but you know what to do um we're on youtube instagram at talking gems twitter at gems underscore talking um i think that's it thank you for listening give us feedback because we're greedy little whores and besos besos besos